Kalita Hunter. Richie Blue. And Kalita Hunter, she is an author. Let them know, what's the name of your book? The name of my book is The Choosing. Um, I'm on every platform. You can find me on Kindle, Nook, Amazon, Barnes and & Noble, and look out for March 2020 for the second installment called The Choose Up. Ooh, The Choose Up. I can't read the book. The book was really, really, really good. And we also have with us Richie Blue. He is a Instagram influencer. The page that he has is... Your Fantasies Realized. Now, it's for adults only, so beware. <laughs> if you're sensitive, if your eyes get offended really easy, do not go on that page. So I want to thank everyone for coming. Give yourself a round of applause for showing up and coming to sit in this touch. This is the fourth episode of Sit and Discuss. The first two episodes were held at my home, and now we've moved on to bigger and better we are doing it at studio 130 once a month uh the last friday of the month so get ready get y'all gonna hear from us a lot now tonight's topic is the m and man is for money and we all three of us we read or listened to the audio of passport cuddy's book that MMN is for money. Now, if anybody could show me right now that they're following Passport Cuddy and Queen Motivation on Instagram, I have a prize for you. So pull up your Instagram right now. You got to prove it that you are following Passport Cuddy. Whoever does it first, I have a prize for you. You have to prove that you are following Queen Motivation and Passport Cuddy and you will get a prize. So let's, 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 let's see who, um, so, now let's see your Instagram. You are following Passport Cutty. Now let's see if you are following Queen Motivation. likes it or not. So we're going to start off with uh, 
Richie Blue. <laughs> and he's going to tell us within like a minute, not too long, whether he liked the book. Excuse me, that's champagne. <laughs> and why or why not you like the book? So go, you got a minute. Okay. So as a man reading this book, listening to this book, I was like, I kind of took offense to it because it's like, all right, well, in my personal life, I can see how some things that I'm missing or how I'm not getting the traction that I'm looking for with, with the type of women that I'm going after. But as a whole, I think this is a good book, especially for women, because it gives out a lot of key things, a lot of key tips that women should take account for when they are in action interacting with a male so a lot of women are just doing anything and everything and not getting no benefit from it mm -hmm. so if you're going to do these type of things or if you're going to put yourself out there or if you want to be entertained you have the prize so they have to work for the prize you can't just give it away for free and so this book lets you know that the tips and way how you can capitalize on the prize but not in a negative aspect, how they, you know, the term where people say, oh, the gold digging, and it gets negative. As a guy, with, if I have money like that to spend on a female, I will. You know, so I don't have a problem with that, and I don't see no negative connotation with that. So as a whole, I think it's a good book, and I think women should read this book. Mm. Now, a man... Oh, wait, my mic is not now this is that's my like we haven't had a conversation. I I always have, okay. We haven't had a conversation about this book, but a man is telling you to a single man is telling now he's still looking for somebody and he's telling women that they need to read this book. That speaks volumes right there. Like when I was doing um, research on the book and listening to other podcasts and listening to other men, like perspective on it they hadn't a lot of them hadn't read the book so they just like you could tell they just skimmed through it or certain chapters they just picked out a chapter and was like well what do you mean about this they didn't really understand so i think they automatically thought gold digger gold digger all she's trying to do is like but to me the book holds more substance than just let me find out how to be a sugar baby um, I like the book. I wish I would have had this book when I was in my 20s. I'm like Michelle. I'm in my late 30s now. I have children. So a lot of the things, a lot of the tactics, I wouldn't apply personally to my life now because it's just not conducive to the lifestyle that I live. But it's still other tips in the book that are pertinent that you really need even in your early, late 30s if you're not financially secure in yourself. Because she's not just talking about how to secure the bag for a man. She's talking about how to secure your own bag. And that's how you attract the bigger bag. Which, of course, everybody knows that a man doesn't want a woman who doesn't have anything. If you have no goals, no aspirations, pretty much, basically, like, sex is everywhere. Every woman has a vagina. Your vagina ain't special. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it like that. You think that it is, but it's really. Listen, listen, it's not. I don't think you and I had a go. Listen, listen. Oh, 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 thank you. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, in the context, and in the context of every 
woman having a vagina. Vagina is everywhere. Yes, it is. But it's all not the same. I'm not saying. <laughs> Quality over quantity, of course. But what I'm saying is, your vagina is not something that's going to keep a man. Right. Just your vagina. I'm going to cut my hair. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Every woman has a vagina. Your vagina might be special. But it's not gold line. And he can find probably another vagina down the street. You have to have some substance beside, behind that. You have to have something to offer besides sex. And you can't just be talking about... And it goes into about being... Because it's two sides to the coin. You can be too independent. Which can drive a man. Uh, 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 uh. You give him too much, too much. I'm, I'm, I'm doing too no, much. no, don't give him too much. Don't give him yeah, too much. They got to read them. <laughs> they have, they, it, it's questions, yes, because we, we're going to have a game. I'm going to need two women to participate, so we'll get to that. And you, the prize is going to be $50. You will win $50. Oh, dollars. So, no, you lost the last game anyway, so don't be running up. <laughs> <laughs> Won the last yeah, game. Yeah, won the last game. But um, we're also doing a raffle for the book. So everybody that they got their raffle, we're doing we're raffling all Passport Cuddy's book. So we don't want to give away too much knowledge. We're letting you know that the book is definitely worth having. So, so I'm glad that we agree that the book is useful. But I'm kind of mad too because it's like it's no debate here. Like we all think that you should have the book. But there is some stuff in there that I don't agree with. Oh. Like what? What, what is it? Okay. Oh. Oh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Let me get a time check because Passport Cuddy is calling in at seven thirty. She's going to FaceTime us and. I didn't know you did. Uh... Well, certain, without giving too much away, certain aspects of basically the whole part of. I think I know what you're about to say. You, you be... Using sex to get money. But there are. So, uh, but she says that you shouldn't be doing it. But you know, some people are going to do that. Well, those is for. So I put you between a rock and a hard place. If you don't, if you don't have common sense, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have common sense, if you don't have discernment, this book is not for you. Because if you read the book and you take every single word in here literal, it's impossible to imply every single technique to you. Your right, situation right. is unique. You're unique. The person that you're dealing with is unique. So some of the stuff goes. You can pick out parts from each section and put it together and make a useful tool for you to understand how to deal with the opposite sex because you're going to have sex you're going to sleep with people why not make it mutual benef mutually beneficial for both of y'all because like she's basically saying in the book is that men pay for companionship they pay for discretion they pay for sex now, it's different kinds of ways that they'll pay for those things. It might not all, all the time be monetarily like money directly into your hand. They might be a gift person. He might be a person that pays your bills. He might be a person that pays for entertainment. You got to decide which man is good for certain things. 
and they don't mind staying in that lane. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to give my because I, I realized I didn't tell y'all what I like the book. I mean, I guess y'all could tell because of my vibe. So, no. ah! <laughs> so yes, I I love. I don't just like this book. I love this book, and I plan. I listened to it about three times. I plan on listening to it again. And even though I'm out of the dating scene, I feel like I'm done dating. I'm just, I want to be single for the rest of my life. I, but I still just, I love this book because I feel like it gives women confidence. Yes. That is what this book is all about, is confidence. I think a lot of us lack the ability to talk to men and express what we want out of a relationship. We're either scared that he's going to leave us. We're either scared to date multiple men because what the community... <laughs> I heard that. Because of what the community will think of us. And she brings up points. like I'm, I, Sometimes I wonder if that type of woman will be able to read this book and receive it because she's so caught up on what people will think about her. Listen. There's supposed to be a man that takes you out to dinner. There's supposed to be a man that is good in the bed. That's there is supposed to be a man who financially helps you. That's Wednesday. And listen, now if you can find, if one of them, you dating three of them, and then one of them just starts ending up showing up for all of them, he gets the, he gets the prize, the luxury of being your man. I think a lot of women nowadays, we don't see ourselves as a prize. Men do everything for women. The car they drive, the jobs they have, the clothes they wear. It's all to get women. Only we, only we, you only get your eyelashes done and your nails done so other girls won't sit around and be like, girl, did you see her nails? Her nails ain't done. We never getting our nails done for men because ain't no man gonna turn you down because your, your nails didn't match your toes. He gonna put, he gonna talk to you with sweatpants on if he wanna talk to you. He gonna talk to you without makeup on, with makeup on if he really wanna talk to you. I done had men try to talk to me and I look straight homeless. So, at the, but men are the opposite. The reason they're doing it, they're not doing it really to impress their boys. They're doing it to impress the women. And I feel like if we would realize that it would step their game up. Because they would have to treat us better because we all would be on the same line of what we're going to accept and what we're not going to accept. I'm, you know I'm a spoken word artist. I start preaching and stuff. But I honestly believe that the downfall of the black community and the world, period, is because of the way we treat our women. And the reason women are being treated that way, and I'm sorry, girls, some of y'all might disagree, it's because we're allowing it. We are allowing it. If we would stop allowing men to treat us that way, and we would all get on the same page and be like, listen, this is what it takes to talk to me. And don't be afraid to be alone. Like, that is the one thing. We're so afraid to be alone. Me, growing up, I think my problem was I didn't feel as though I was worthy enough if I didn't have a boyfriend. Like, I had... 
Oh, you ain't got no man? Oh, she ain't got no man. She, she can't keep a man. She ain't no good. She ain't got no, what's wrong with her? She can't keep a man. Or she don't have a man. What's wrong with her? That's in our community. I feel like that's the biggest thing that they put on black females is like, why she ain't got no man? But they never ask them in that. So, I'm a, um. You can ask. Say it again. <laughs> you can ask. Does, does it, you can ask. You can ask. Does anyone have any questions for the panel? Like, if they want to ask them anything about the book or something without giving too much away. Now, they'll tell you if they can't. If they can't answer. <laughs> ask her. Ask her. Because I'm not. I, I get up here. I be preaching. I come from a preaching family, so. <laughs> situation okay. so if I came across a woman that had read the book okay. then <laughs> you know <laughs> right you know so you know I would have a much harder time you know being caught by her because she see my right she had the questions that the acts and then based off my reply she says you know what this she has to come to a point that, uh, do I need to make this choice. Do it, is this something that I want to pursue? Okay. You know? So, it makes me look more deep inside and says, all right, look, there's some things in my court that I need to get straight first. Mm -hmm. So, once I get these things in my court fixed, mm -hmm. then when I encounter women that may have read this book or women that should say, this is how what I want from man, then I'll better qualify. Because of all the things that I've done and people that I've listened to and things that I've encountered, Women are the prize, and women, <laughs> women are the prize, right, right. and they should be careful on the mates that they choose. And if they choose the wrong mate based off of superficial things, then their whole life is going to be in jeopardy. Counting even the kids that they're going to bring in, mm -hmm. it's very important that you choose a male that is worthy of your time for you and your family. And so you have to make sure that you're cognizant of that, of what it is that you need and what it is that you want for you and maybe if y'all have a future family for the rest of your life. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you. And this is for either or. Um, okay, if you're pursuing someone, would you recommend them read the book before you go further? Oh, that's a good one. Or London did that. Um, I would say that it would be good for both of y'all to read the book because then you know exactly where I'm coming from and I know that you have an understanding. Hopefully you have some type of comprehensive skills, even though we know those are not basic skills. A lot of people don't understand, but you hope that they understand what you're trying to convey. So at the end of the day, that y'all can be on equal footing. You want somebody that's equally yoked or that can provide more for you than you can provide for yourself so that y'all can build together. So you gotta decide what type of mate you really want. 
maybe he's not a reader, so he probably won't read the book, but maybe he'll listen to the book. Because it's not just tips for women. It's really tips for life in general. Because it goes both ways. Because she's also talking about financial tips and how to get your financial house in order. Because that really, that's what the end goal is. It's for everybody wants to be financially secure and stable. She also has a, a section that talks about splitting rent. Because I know a lot of women I've seen online, they make fun of other women that split rent with their boyfriends. And they say, oh, you're supposed to only be paying all the rent. All, he only supposed to be paying all the rent all by himself. Now, I don't want to get a book away, but that sounds crazy, right? Like, if you have a dude... That's pursuing his dreams. He working a regular nine to five. You working a regular nine to five. You pursuing your dreams. Why would he pay the whole rent? Y'all rent $1,300. Well, well, let's go into where you live at, too. So she brings up stuff like that, too. (laughs) You live in a state where you can can afford to pay rent by yourself (laughs) on just your income? Mm-hmm. Or do you live in a state where it's impossible? So I'm not going to tell y'all what her answer is, like how she breaks it down. But she does. She speaks on that. She speaks on splitting rent. She speaks on whole life insurance. This is just to give you an idea of it's just not about like, oh, I'm going to go bag me an NBA player. Right. Those are about, not even the type of guys you should be trying to bag. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, because they... They unbaggable. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to get cheated on all the time. And, but, um, yeah, it's, they pretty much are unbaggable. But this is, like, realistic, real... Realistic, life. real goals, real relationships for you to get you to where you're really trying to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For so, things, from your... From your... I mean, because it's different levels to this. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to... You got to be in the right place at the right time to meet the right people and say the right things. Because you can meet somebody with money. And because he got money, that don't mean you getting a dollar. He got money. Yo, I remember growing up and the thing was like, you messing with a drug dealer. And like, girls would really be proud that they messing with a drug dealer, but they not getting no money from him. Like, it just be like, I'm messing with somebody that got money. Like... And I, that's what, like, that's that what this sense. book, that again, it don't make sense. But when you're 19 and 20 years old and you living in the hood, it's just like, you want to date the star celebrity. Like, and there's girls that's 19 to 20 years old that, that's being taken on vacations and their boyfriends are actually treating them well. You know what I mean? And it's not about selling your body. It's not about being a stripper. It's not. It's just knowing your worth, that you don't have to... Like, it's a part of the book where she talks about women who are paying men's cell phone bills just so a man... Yes! Paying men's <laughs> cell phone like, paying, paying for his whole life. Paying his child support. Um, you don't want to go on vacation by yourself, so you pay for him to go with you. Girl, I will pay for my friends to go before I will pay for a man to go on vacation. Like, that is insane to me. But, but like, earlier before, like, when we were setting up, a statement was made, like, there are men out there that will live off of women. And she talks about that, too. She talks about that. How to know who that guy is and how to avoid him. 
So we're at 725. It's about to be 730. Passport Cutty is going to call in. So I'm asking if you want to get a drink, get some food. You get it right now because we will be starting up again. You just got to be worthy. If I owe you, gon' hold me down. I'm see your mic position the right way. That way you can get everything you need to get. For me, the book is 
For me, the book is not just selling how to get money out of men. For me, the book is about confidence. Like, I feel like women in the black community, especially, we, for some reason, lack the confidence it is to communicate and talk to men and tell them what we want out of a relationship. So I don't even think it has to do with you being a gold digger, you trying to get men out of I think what you give in this book is just how to speak up for yourself, how to get what you want out of the relationship. Yeah, a lot of you. I remember in a book you said you did a one hundred dollar challenge. Oh yes, um, it, that was so many years ago on um, Twitter and Instagram. I said, you know, ask the guy that you're dating or dealing with or having sex with right now to set um. If you could have a hundred dollars and see what his response was, I said some people, you know, were really apprehensive and too prideful or had too much, you know, just were too scared to ask. And then you have the other people who did it, and some were a hundred dollars richer, and some actually at that moment figured out that this guy is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you just the person I'm having sex with, I'm not giving you a dollar, <laughs> you know. So it. And that's another thing I liked in the book because I feel like women in our community, they feel like dating multiple men is something wrong with that. Like they're going to get a reputation. And you break it down to the point of telling them why it's important to date multiple men. And every man should be doing something. And then you find that one that's everything. It's really up to you. I don't know what the, you know, I, I don't, I personally, if you don't want to be I would date one guy and then be in a five-year relationship with him. I wouldn't get nobody else to change. And that's right. stupid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so another part, I don't want to hold you much longer, but I have two more uh, questions, and I don't know if my uh, co-host want to ask anything. But the one part that I like, because I just, and I'm not ashamed to say it, I just realized this. I realized this before I uh, read your book. But I always thought life insurance was just something that you get for when you die. And I'm just bringing this up because she mentions this in a book about whole life insurance. So when you get the book, it's not just about gold digging. It's about setting yourself up financially, the things that you need. Right. Right. Yeah, so I look. Those are some of the things that I learned. Those are some of the things that I learned dealing with different men. You know, like you have some men who would give you frivolously and then you have some men who you know only helped you if you were helping yourself and then you had some men who were more strict with it so I've had like 
so much experience with people at different levels. And when, you know, things happen to me and I realize, oh, I had all of these guys that had money and I don't have shit for myself. I was like, ooh, you know, what am I going to do? So I started getting advice and help from different people. And when I started talking to the people who actually did have money, like even if it was friends or family, um, life insurance was one of the things that came up. And when I spoke about it with the financial advisor, I was so ignorant to life insurance myself. I didn't know that there was life insurance that benefited you while you were alive. Um, but now I do. And, you know, I tell as many people as I possibly could. That's why I definitely put it in the book so that people can look into it for themselves. tell you we appreciate your book i wish i would have found this book when uh, probably 15 years ago before i had kids 15 years ago when i was 21 and i have no kids yet because then i would have implemented i mean don't get me wrong some of the ass a lot of the aspects i already knew how to apply and i have applied them to my life but a lot of other things a lot of other situations that i incur during my life would have never happened it would have never happened. Yeah, it would have never, never worked there on that way. Yeah. It would have never had the opportunity to feel my energy at all, period. That's it. I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, I literally had to put everything that I went through into the book because it was just like, damn, trial and error really is what made that book sex to him a million times. You know, cursing him out, talking shit, whatever. And then finally, after tons and tons of paragraphs, I'm thinking to myself, damn, you've been texting for like the past two damn hours. He's not going to respond for another couple of hours. So, um, I just kind of, you know, I, I was feeling so bad at the time. I just thought to myself, like, you should be ashamed of yourself, like, sitting here just spending hours on texting somebody who's not even gonna, you know, explain themselves, who's gonna be like, oh, you're 
the mo- you know, the energy or the motivation or whatever to write it, but yet you have all this time and energy to write all these. I remember my first real relationship. I was nine. I want to say I was nineteen when I got into it. I was about. 25 when I got out of it. Does anyone, uh, what, does anyone have a question? I have, I have a question. How you doing? Um, I didn't read the book. I'm at this event right now. I have a question for you. Um, do you think a man should date if he's not financially stable? too much because I have a game plan later on that's all that like inspired by your book. So <laughs> and they get a chance to win fifty dollars so they can't know too much. Does anyone else um have a question? That we have one more one more man man how you doing queen question with everything that you're going through and at the book did you feel at a time where when you wrote the book midway through did you feel it was one sided or did you feel that this was a fair opinion of what you were doing in a relationship to have a healthy relationship? Well, the book is not necessarily about relationships. It's not about healthy relationships. It's not about successful relationships. It's a book about for women to be able to have the confidence and comfortability in speaking up in her relationship. So it's kind of specific on what it is about if we were talking about a healthy successful relationship in terms of other things like love and monogamy or you know um just equality respect all those we that's a whole different book so this book has it's focused on like finances and who it's like falls on and who, and, and not necessarily that it has to fall on the man, but all, but that we just know that every aspect of dating and relationships usually does cost money, and we just need to identify exactly who it is that's spending that. Now, for some relationships, it's equal, but some a lot of relationships is one-sided. So this book is not in, about relationships in general, so... It kind of is one-sided in the favor of how I would like relationships to run. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily mean that this is like a universal map of how everybody feels because some women actually are okay with being the, you know, the uh, person who takes care of both of them. <laughs> Yeah. So, and there's a part in the book where she speaks about splitting bread and all of that. So, I mean, it's I just I don't I don't feel like it's totally gold digging, but I do get where she's saying if it's it's not for if you have if you have a good man already and he's treating you right, don't you don't need to read the book. You got him, keep him, take care of him. Oh, she said no. Right, this book is not about how to. 
relationship. You could be in a relationship where somebody, you know, is genuinely a good man or, you know, he's respectful. He, you know, if you want to be in a monogamous, a monogamous relationship, he's, um, he's monogamous, you know, he's faithful. But it could still be a situation where this could be the greatest guy, but you didn't realize that you're taking care of everything while he's kind of slapping financially. Now, recently somebody asked me, um, somebody asked me recently if, um, it was a guy actually, he said if the guy made less money than the woman, you know, should they, they still split rent? And I said, yes, because the man needs to pay for where he lives. If he didn't live with her, where would he be living? What, like, what if he be paying for somewhere? You know, and um, so you can have a great man that doesn't necessarily mean that he's, you're making him do, you know, the most that he could possibly do. I said to him, listen, if he only makes 50000 and I make 100000 he needs to go get another job. If he, he needs more money after he pays all his bills or his half of the bills and he wants money to go out or, you know, uh, buy some sneakers or... So you're saying it's more of women being empowered and this is an instructional book on how to self-enhance, improve, and better. Yep. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a spectrum of it because there's, don't get me wrong, there's chapters in there that's about sugar daddies, you know, so. It's, it's, it's sugar daddy? She's like that in there. Everybody thinks they want a sugar daddy until you find out what a sugar daddy is. Talking to that friend that don't have no filter. <laughs> the audio, the audio, 
the link is in my bio on Instagram. It's, I think it's like the first one when you click it. It says like audio book format. Okay. That's my favorite. Well, thank you so much. Everybody give her a round of applause. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night and happy new year. Bye-bye. <laughs>